This is WXOJLP Northampton, 103.3 FM, your Valley Free Radio Station. Welcome. I'm Warren Odestulet, and this is A Baha'i Perspective. Baha'i Perspective is a radio program that presents a Baha'i perspective on life through interviews. If you want information specifically on the Baha'i faith, you're welcome to visit the website www.baha'i.org, that's B-A-H-A-I dot O-R-G, or you can call the toll-free number 1-800-22-UNITE. Today I'm playing a telephone interview with Samava Stout creator and director of the kids' organization Raising Peacemakers, and the director of the Children's Theater Company of Greater Boston. I started the interview by asking Samava, what is the Children's Theater Company? The Children's Theater Company of Greater Boston is a a theater company that tries to help children learn how to uh, be peacemakers um, and to help teach the world about um, what it means to be peacemakers through the arts. They, it, it's a really it's a cooperative children's theater company that was founded and based on the one original parent company in New, in New York that started more than ten years ago. Um, our company started uh, two years ago, and has just had this incredible spirit of helping children to make a difference in the world um, by giving them a voice, by giving them some skills, but most of all, giving enormous amount of support, encouragement, and, and character education and building that helps them to know that they can actually grow up to make a difference in the world, or even make a difference right right here and now. And how did it get started? We got started when Mayor Mansouri, who is the founder of New York Children's Theater Company, um, was interested in starting uh, looking at communities that had a lot of assets in terms of children's education. Uh, and wanted to expand into the arts. Uh, in Boston, we had something called a, a Raising Peacemakers program, which was uh, a program that helped teach children how to be peacemakers um, that had been going on and very successfully, uh, but wanted to add an additional dimension to really help children have a voice that reached people in a larger cross-section of society um, and to you know bring all of the fun and drama uh, of the arts into it. Uh, and so this seemed like a perfect uh, partnership, um, perfect collaboration. So when Mayor Mansory came, she uh, told the people in the greater Boston community about what um, Children's Theater Company in, in New York had to offer, which was this incredible array of music and um Plays, things that had been, you know, really material that was incredibly high quality, developed by, you know, people who work for PBS and and for you know dances that, you know, are choreographed by people um, who are in the Rockettes, you know, incredibly high quality stuff actually, um, and you know, use those that kind of material to help teach social messages, to create positive social change, um, and she actually sent one of her artistic directors, Jill Bolstrich, here to Boston for an entire summer. Uh, and Jill was really the, and Mayor really infused an enormous amount of energy into the greater Boston community to help um, give people a vision for what Children's Theatre Company could be. Uh, 
and because uh, our company was wedded to those peacemakers program, our company evolved in its own uh, flavor and its own own manner. We actually decided to become a cooperative children's theater company that was open to kids from all backgrounds. Um, we committed from the beginning that people would be able to pay whatever they could afford to pay, so that. Um, finances would never be a barrier uh, to participation. We reached out to an incredibly diverse community from the very beginning, um, ranging from inner city kids to kids who are um, some kids who come, you know, hours from uh, the Boston suburbs, um, from Salem and other places um, that are that are actually quite far away because they love the um, the not only the the music and the drama and the um, fun of it, but also what it has to teach the kids about how to create, how to be peacemakers. Hmm. And you keep mentioning the co- a cooperative theater company. What does that mean? That means that um, it, it's a very sort of it's a, it's a different idea and a slightly different model that actually than the one in New York. But it's the idea that all the parents who are a part of the company, all the families. Um, at some level own the company. So there's somebody who's a director of the Children's Theater Company, Greater Boston, it's me, and there's people who, there's a production manager and there's an artistic director. But the idea is that this is an effort that's led by both, uh, by, it's an effort where the parents and the families are intimately involved in the company. So what that means is that, you know, we, it, it, partly has to do with our financial structure, but much more importantly, it has to do with the spirit with which people approach it. It's not a a drop-off program for kids. Parents play vital roles. They help to be assistant teachers. They they lead character education classes. They help um, create some of them. Two of them are costume designers. One of them has evolved into one of our choreographers. Um, They help to run the company. Uh, and it means that we take um, financial ownership too. And, and what that means is that, you know, because we've committed to saying that, you know, people are able to be a part of the company regardless of their ability to pay, mm-hmm. it means that all of the rest of us agree that we're a community and that we will take responsibility for whatever the, the costs are. I have to tell you, so far we've done really well, actually. It's, it's a very. Uh, unusual way, I think, to do well. But, you know, last year the kids sent $6,000 to help the Katrina evacuees um, Mm. through their fundraising. This year we're sending um, at least $1,000 overseas to Guyana to um, help fight child child labor by helping to create schools in rural Guyana through the Varka Foundation. Mm -hmm. Um, And also um, to help with the environment through the United Nations Environment Program. So the kids have uh, created a vision for what they'd like um, to do in terms of their work, in, in terms of making a difference in the world. And the adults do everything they can to support the kids uh, in their vision, whether it's through fundraising, through um, helping with the production, through creating costumes and sets and things like that, to, to creating stages. I and mean, we actually had a parent build a stage for us. So it's it's the idea that it takes a whole community to raise a child and operationalizes that. Mm. You mentioned the Peacemakers program. Can you tell me, give me some background on that? And it sounds like that was sort of the the mother project before the Children's Theater Company in Greater Boston. Yeah. Okay. The Raising Peacemakers program um, <clears throat> started about... 
six years ago now um, in the greater Boston area in response to the Baha'i community's um, desire to create classes that are for kids of all um, faiths and backgrounds that would help to share some of the um, help them to understand and, and use some of the teachings of the and, and principles of the Baha'i faith, but also that had helped to empower children to know that they could grow up to make a difference in the world. And so Children's Theatre Company is one program that's sponsored by the Raising Peacemakers program, but there's many other programs you know, classes that run in quite different ways throughout the, now throughout the New England area as well as in several other states. Um, so Peacemakers started, you know, as a parent-child program. Uh, and I think you see some of that in the cooperative uh, nature of Children's Theatre Company too, um, where, you know, parents and children would get together once a week. Um, it was created by parents of all different backgrounds that wanted to help wanted to raise their children to know what it meant to be a peacemaker, whether it was in their individual lives, you know, in in terms of how they dealt with feelings, in terms of how they dealt with their friends, their brothers and sisters, how they dealt with the um, world immediately around them. Uh, and then um, had a vision for knowing that, you know, if they had within them the capacity to make a difference, um, they learn from the lives of great peacemakers. They they study them at a pretty high level. I mean, it's pretty, um, it, it kind of takes your breath away when suddenly, you know, a, a six-year-old stands up and says, you know, the reason we shouldn't be bossy is because Mahatma Gandhi said, you must be the change you wish to see in the world. So if you really want something to change, you have to start with yourself, you know. Mm. And it's just it's just remarkable, actually, when you, here, you know, these kids grow up with a real understanding, you know, that the earth is but one country and humankind its citizens, and that's the world that they live in. And it's sort of giving kids of all different faiths, all different backgrounds, uh, a, a place to come to with their, with their families so that the families aren't separate from the educational process and development of the kids, but in fact enforce it. So... The parents are not only in class, but they have homework assignments to actually notice when their kids have been peacemakers. And all the kids have in peacemaker programs have the homework assignment to try to do something in their life to be a peacemaker each week. And they report back on that every single week at the beginning in, in something called Circle of Encouragement, um, where their their acts of service are, are noted and encouraged and praised, and the virtues that they've developed are specifically mentioned. Okay, and we're speaking with Samova Stout, and you're the director of the Children's Theatre Company of Greater Boston. You mentioned other programs that Raising Peacemakers is sponsoring throughout New England. You want to mention a couple of others? Oh, sure. Actually, in many communities, um, Lexington, Salem, the public schools, Cambridge Community Center, um, and the Tahrir Peace Institute, there's... um, probably 20 different peacemaker programs mm-hmm. um, that are done in neighborhoods um, and community centers, after-school programs throughout the New England area. Uh, some have actually started as far away as China mm-hmm. and Japan and others uh, because it's a very grassroots move process mm-hmm. of helping to encounter, uh, empower um, a teacher and, and, or a group of parents who want to have a vision of helping children to grow up to make a difference in the world. Um, the training is offered at a very low cost to people. 
and then we uh, go forward and, and they actually go back to their communities and start classes. And the purpose of the program is actually to empower um, adults to know how to empower children to be peacemakers. Now, if people are interested in how to contact or get involved in the Raising Peacemakers program, how would one go about doing that? They should um, drop, they should uh, contact me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm actually the director of Raising Peacemakers as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, my uh, email is probably the best way to reach me. It's mm-hmm. samavastout at yahoo.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's S-O-M-A-V-A-S-T-O-U-T at yahoo.com. Okay, let's go back to the Children's Theater Company. How, how did the New York Children's Theater Company get started? The New York Children's Theater Company was really the brainchild of Mayor Mansouri, who was the founder. And Mayor is this incredible um, artist and visionary who woke up one day and said that, you know, I, I know I want my life to change. I want children to somehow be a part of this change. Uh, and she thought about it, and she prayed about it, and then she woke up one day and started answering her phone, Children's Theater Company of New York. So before there was a company, she had a vision of creating a company that would help to build character using the arts. Uh, and so she was able to, you know, she, she's an artist and, a, and an actor uh, in her own right, but she um, actually was able to, uh, engaged in her connections in the artistic community of New York to engage other artists like Lori Lazarus and Eric Dozier to create amazing material for children. And they they started very very simply at first, much like I think we did, and then over the years have you know grown into a, a powerhouse um, uh, in terms of creating just amazing musicals and dramas that are seen by, and where actually guest artists come who are, you know, renowned actors from uh, all over New York, Um, you know, they have probably produced something like eight, you know, eight eight shows a year. You and the Children's Theater Company of Greater Boston and the Children's Theater Company of New York, I suppose you share the same mission, and what would that mission be? Very much. Uh, it's to build character on stage, mm-hmm. um, to use the arts to give children a voice to make uh, to create positive social change in the world. Mm-hmm. And how many children are involved, and what are their backgrounds in the uh, Children's Theater Company in Greater Boston? There are uh, about twenty children involved um, who have been in the program this year, but you know over the course of the you know, last two years, probably it's been about 75 kids involved. Um, the children come and rehearse for, um, you know, for four hours. It's pretty intense for four hours every Sunday um, for, you know, for about six months of the year. Um, we're going to a summer schedule, which is a, a little bit um, little bit easier to go to, to do. But the children come from all different walks of life, all different backgrounds, um, just about every culture. You know, there every continent except for maybe Antarctica <laughs> is is represented. There, the families are diverse, and what's there's there's um, this season. There's a family that's just come from Israel um, that has just been struck by um, the peace uh, 
that's represented in the unity and diversity that's represented in the company. Um, there are families from India, families from um, the Middle East, for families from um, Christian backgrounds to families from, uh, you know, Persian backgrounds. It's really, uh, it, it really is a microcosm of the world. There's inner city kids, there's suburban kids, and you know when when they're at CTC, they're they're there at, as part of the CTC team, and so all of that kind of falls away. The Children's Theater Company of Greater Boston is putting on two musicals, March 25th, 2007, at the Holyoke Community College at 4 p.m. Mm-hmm. And can you tell me a little bit about these two musicals? Oh, sure. They're two of my favorites. Uh, Sneetches is one that I think most of the audience um, should should know from by Dr. Seuss is an epic tale of the haves and the have-nots, right? It's the Sneetches, the star-bellied Sneetches who have stars in their belly feel incredibly superior to the Sneetches who don't have any stars in their belly. Uh, and so when uh, two enterprising uh, merchants come into town with a magic machine that can put stars on bellies and take them off too. Uh, the star belly sneeches have to figure out what they'll do to keep uh, feeling that they're better than the other sneeches. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a it's a great story, literally about about the haves and the have-nots, but also about the import about what's really important uh, about a person or a sneech might have to do more with what's inside than what's outside. Um, the second musical is an adaptation of Stone Soup, which many people, um, again, in your audience might be familiar with. It's a wonderful story, um, initially of, of several soldiers that came into town, but um, New York, uh, CTC New York actually wrote uh, and rewrote this tale after several victims of Hurricane Katrina mm. um, came and joined the company. Uh, and they were incredibly struck by the peace that um, and serenity that these incredible um, I- evacuees had, that despite the fact that they'd lost everything, they still were able to um, feel like they had something to give back. And I think that really, that message of um, being poor yet having the knowledge of, uh, of what it, the, the secret to happiness, being in knowing that one had something to give, um, was something that, you know, really struck a chord in their hearts. So the story, the play has been rewritten as a musical uh, and represents, it's represented as Romanian gypsies in post-war, um, post-World War II Europe who uh, come and visit a village asking for food. Um, the villagers have suffered great famine, floods, and, and wars and have no, have feel like they have absolutely nothing to give. Uh, and so it's the gypsies who come with clearly um, nothing at all, who find a way somehow to create a stone soup that ends up feeding the entire village. It's about the um, true meaning of, of sharing, of uh, generosity, of hospitality, uh, and about being thankful um, in the midst of poverty. What other productions have the Children's Theatre Company of Greater Boston put on? Let's see, we've done Yertle the Turtle by Dr. Seuss, The Butter Battle Book by Dr. Seuss. We've done 
the Lorax, also by Dr. Seuss. Dr. Seuss is, is very much a favorite of ours because mm. um, there's so many amazing social tales to tell. Horton Hatch's The Egg is another another one by him. Um, uh, Miss Spider's Tea Party by David Kirk. Uh, Kunka Bunka and the Ra- Queen Kunka Bunka and the Rock and Royal Ra- uh, Rascals, which is an original written by Mayor Mansuri. Um, let's see that. Those are some of the ones that we've now the recently. the Children's Theater Company of Greater Boston have put these on, or these are the ones that are available from the Children's Theater Company in New York. Oh no, these are some of the ones we've done in the last year. That's a lot of productions. Yeah, yeah, we had a lot of very enthusiastic kids. And what other productions are available from the the New York Children's Theater Company? Uh, right now, they're actually through the end of this month. I think running one called Providence which is based on the life of Roger Williams and has to do with um, religious tolerance. Uh, and there are also, there have um, a couple of other ones. Uh, no, Children's is... Letters to God is another one. Um, Respect, a musical history of women. Mm-hmm. Maybe you could describe a little bit of the background of Roger Williams and the other one about the letters to God. Uh, well, the Letters to God is very simple. It's actually um, based on a book, I think, called Children's Letters to God, mm-hmm. and has to do with, um, you know, what kids have, thoughts that kids have, looking at the world from um, a child's a child's perspective. Uh, who wants to know from God, why is it that the world is the way it is? Why is it that people can't know what to do, um, know how to treat each other right, why, why, why is the world the way it is, mm. and what can we do to make it different. And the background of Roger... Oh, uh, uh, Providence? Yeah, Providence, yeah. So Providence is, um, the uh, you know, I only know just a little bit about mm. it, but it has it's based on the life of Roger Williams, mm-hmm. who is the founder of, of you know, Providence. Mm-hmm. So it's a historical piece, and it's, you know, really about what it meant to create religious tolerance um, in in Providence. He, I don't know if you know much about Roger Williams at all. Well, maybe the listeners haven't. Yeah, he was. He came um, from England. Was a chaplain in a wealthy family. Um, he he actually came on a colony ship initially to the Massachusetts Bay Colony uh, in I think in the 1600s. He um, first came into Salem, and then was really dedicated toward this idea of religious tolerance, and eventually formed his own colony, became governor of a colony uh, in Providence, um, in Rhode Island, what is now Rhode Island, um, between 1654 and 1658. So he, you know, just had this idea of creating, it was just, he was a writer and wrote a lot uh, while he was, um, while he was alive. Uh, and, you know, worked on creating a community that was open to all, to people of all religions. And that's what the play is about, in musical form. Right. It's an original. Uh, Children's Theater Company creates a number of original plays, and that's what, and that's one of their original works. Mm-hmm. I wonder, uh, it's interesting that it was that subject that was uh, an inspiration for an, orig- an original work. Yeah, well, again, a lot of what hap- what CTC does is try to find um, real-life stories 
mm-hmm. of um, of great peacemakers and make them something that's accessible to people all over, um, people of all ages, really, to retell those stories so they can inspire us. So the kids this year, in addition to the you know plays we mentioned, have a whole piece on about Martin Luther King Jr., um, which they do um, for the, in honor of Black History Month and in honor of MLK Day. Um, and it, there's a number of, they really study these lives so that they understand what they're all about. Um, one of the rules at Children's Theater Company is you can't say something in life, on stage, if you don't know what it means in life. Mm-hmm. And that means that kids really have to understand and own every word. At the end of every CTC show, we have a Q&A um, time when the adults in the audience are encouraged to really challenge the kids to see if they understand what they're talking about. Because they don't just perform, you know, plays which have, you know, scripts. They actually choose, they study the lives of these peacemakers. They choose some of their words to say um, as, as their own quotations, you know, and each one chooses a quotation that means something special to them mm-hmm. um, and memorizes it and, and talks about it. But they, they can't, whether it's that or the choral pieces that they do or, or their dance or whatever it is, they're, they're not really allowed to say it on stage until they understand what it means and understand what it would mean in application in their lives. And so that's kind of, you know, the fun part of it. I mean, I feel like what the audience sees, um, you know, when they come to a show is only half the story. The What we get to see as adults who are involved with these kids is the real transformation of these kids to have role models uh, of these great um, heroes and heroines that have come before them. One of the kids' favorite songs is one that seems unusual. It's, it's actually a um, spiritual called Soon I Will Be Done, The Troubles of the World. And, you know, people sometimes say, well, why, why are, you know, children talking about that? And it's really, we dedicate that song to the, light, to the great peacemakers that have given their lives um, for the cause of peace. People like... Um, at, like Abdul Baha and Mahatma Gandhi and Martin Luther King Jr. and Baha'u'llah, who have um, chosen Ab- to live lives of great integrity. Abdul Baha being the son of Baha'u'llah, the prophet founder of the Baha'i Faith. That's right. Now, this event on Sunday, March 25th, 2007, at Holyoke Community College, where you're presenting Stone Soup and Sneetches, it says it's an annual show provided by Raising Peacemakers and Children's Theater Company of Greater Boston. Can you explain this concept of an annual show? Oh, this is the show that, you know, they've been working um, on since October. Mm -hmm. We'll probably be doing a modified version of it um, for you guys. Uh, But this is sort of, at some level, you know, one of our, um, you know, for one of our rules, uh, again, at CTC is that Every kid counts. We um, look at what kids have in their hearts, not um, necessarily, you know, what they come to us with in terms of, you know, being the best singer or the best dancer. You know, it's really a character development program. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the annual show really encompasses each child's journey toward learning as much as they can. Um, and so it's a, it's a really special because you see where the kids have come over time. Um, you know, for for you as an audience, that means you know a full produ- a full show means you, you'll have the choir there. Um, you um, 
I think we are not going to be able to do our dance there because our dance director isn't available at uh, this time. But we, um, you'll have the full choir, you'll have uh, the full performance of the um, of both of the productions. Whereas often we do um, shows where we might do a medley of uh, from many different shows, um, smaller shows like you know for a half hour here or a half hour there at many different venues where we might just do choral and quotes or do a couple of the pieces from the musicals. So I'm speaking with Samova Stout, Mm -hmm. director of both the Raising Peacemakers program and the Children's Theatre Company in Greater Boston. Now, how far and wide have you traveled with this theatre company? Well, we have um, certainly been all over the Greater Boston area, and we're looking forward to coming to Holyoke on March 25th. Um, but probably one of the most interesting um, things we did last year was to go to um, Cape Cod to uh, Otis Air Force Base to visit with the uh, Hurricane Katrina evacuees. Um, we, the children were so moved by the um, Katrina um, devastation that they saw that one of them had the idea of, you know, actually instead of beginning our season as usual, of dedicating a series of performances to help raise funds for the Katrina evacuees. And so we created a show within a week that was just for that. We actually began it on 9-11, dedicated uh, as a performance for peace, and ran three shows over the course of the next month and a half. And people were just so moved by the very genuine wishes that the kids had for uh, the Katrina evacuees that a member of the audience actually contacted the um, mayor of Otis Air Force Base, uh, which was a civilian mayor at the time because of the occupation, because of the presence of civilians on the base, um, and and let them know about what these kids were doing. And uh, the kids were actually invited to go to uh, go and meet with the evacuees and perform for them. Uh, and that was just an incredible experience in in so many different ways. Warren, we had um, for for you know the kids first of all actually did all these projects within their own communities that they initiated in their local libraries, their schools, their neighborhoods to help raise awareness about the plight of the evacuees. Um, they had uh, other children make create hundreds of cards with their with love and good wishes for the evacuees and. And, and their performances raised, as I mentioned, about $6,000 for the American Red Cross to help. Um, and then when they went to perform, it was an incredible experience because here was this incredibly diverse company that included people from um, who were from of Middle Eastern origin, who you know, which required, of course, enormous security clearance to enter an active Air Force base during wartime. And as you know, our vans pulled up with people from all over the world you know, coming in to sing about peace as we passed the guards with semi-automatic weapons um, at, at each of the checkpoints. Now, I could only think what a miracle it was that we were being invited into an active Air Force base with the personnel at the Air Force base actively promoting among not just the evacuees, but also among all the children and families that were at the Air Force base to come and watch a performance about creating peace in the world. And I remember, I'll never forget that performance because I I remember thinking as a director, like, you know, I wonder how this show will go over. We were actually doing um, Yertle the Turtle and Butter Battle Book. 
and Butter Battle Book is actually about the arms race and about um, how um, how nehalistic it is in a way, mm-hmm. then you know, in as funny a way as Dr. Seuss can put it. But right. um, and I, I just thought, gosh, these are families who have um, a, a husband, a, a wife, uh, you know, a member of their family that's in the war right now. What what are they going to say about this? And so when we first, uh, the first thing you know, we did was to ask the kids in the audience what they thought the greatest uh, problem in the world was. And one after one, they raised their hand and said, war. Mm. And it was just, it brought tears to all the, the eyes of all the adults there. I had multiple families actually come up to me and say, can we start a peacemakers program here? Because it, really, this is, this is what we need to there's just an incredible experience. And of course, meeting with the evacuees themselves was just uh, amazing. They were, the children were welcomed with open arms and actually got to go and visit where the evacuees were staying and see what the conditions were. But also, but again, you know, they just personified this love and welcome that, uh, I, I, that you know, helped me real understand why CTC in New York would decide to dedicate a whole musical based on the message and the, that they had to share. What's your vision of the future with the Children's Theater Company of Greater Boston? Hmm. You know, I think the future really has to do with what these kids will do in the world someday. But in the shorter term, uh, I, I would like to see Children's Theater Company uh, be accessible to everybody. We'd love to see multiply it into... Um, neighborhoods throughout the greater Boston area. Right now we have some kids traveling two hours to come, and that just, you know, would be great if we could create more community theaters. So we're looking at how we can do that in a sustainable way um, to create theaters out in the western suburbs, in the northern suburbs, and, you know, help support each other um, in making this uh, be something that's accessible to kids all over the greater Boston area. We've been multiplying children's classes through this as well, and it's just been a wonderful way to create community. Now, is the Children's Theater Company of New York also expanding its, I mean, are there other branches of the Children's Theater Company of New York like yours yeah. in the greater Boston area? There's one in Virginia. I think there's one beginning in D.C. There may be one beginning in L.A., there's going to be actually a children's theater company um, uh, weekend up at Greenacre mm-hmm. in Maine. Which is the Baha'i Conference Center in Elliott, Maine. That's right. Um, it's not very far away from Massachusetts. It's really only about an hour, hour and a half. I'm not sure from, from Holyoke exactly how far it is. But um, it's well worth the trip. Kids who come up, like if you're, if the... Kids who come to your to, to the audience in Holyoke, the families enjoy Children's Theater Company and want to get a more of a taste of it. Uh, in one weekend, kids will learn choral, they'll learn parts of a musical, they'll and they just have a blast. That's really there's some of the CGC New York um, chapter will be there, the Boston chapter will be there. It'll uh, and, and really all the chapters, um, including many of the ones that would like to get started, will be there. And what weekend is that? That is the weekend of, I believe it's 
the third weekend of April. If you wait one minute, I can tell you the dates exactly. April 13th through April 15th. And people can find out more information by going to www.greenacre.org? That's right. Mm -hmm. So I'm talking with Samova Stout, director of both the Raising Peacemakers Project and the Children's Theater Company, Greater Boston. They are presenting two musicals, March 25th, 2007, at the Holyoke Community College Forum Building C at 4 p.m. It's, it's free. The two musicals are Stone Soup and Sneetches, sponsored by the Amherst Baha'i Community and the Furaton Baha'i School in Northampton, Massachusetts. If people want to contact you about the Children's Theater Company of Greater Boston, would they use the same email address? Yeah, they can certainly email. I'm so sorry. We have a shared website, which is down at the moment. But they can also learn more about Children's Theater Company as a whole Mm -hmm. by going to www.childrenstheatercompany.org. Okay. One website that has our information also is www.childrenstheatercompany.org. And if you put forward slash Boston, Mm. our contact information is also there. Okay. Um, But I guess I would say come watch the show. It's really fun. Uh, Kids love it. They really feel like when when kids see other kids uh, standing in front of them and acting, you know, it's just a different experience even than when they see, you know, even experienced actors um, acting for kids. Mm. You know, it gives kids a sense that, hey, you know, I could do that too. Uh, and kids are have such incredible imaginations that the way in which they act out these parts is truly hilarious. So we're really looking forward to coming to Holyoke. We're looking forward to meeting all the all the folks out there, and we hope that uh, all of you come and watch the show. It's going to be a lot of fun. Well, thank you very much, Samova. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Samova Stout creator and director of the kids' organization Raising Peacemakers, and director of the Children's Theatre Company of Greater Boston. For a copy of this and other interviews, you can go to the website www.abahaiperspective.com. For information specifically on the Baha'i faith, you can go to the website www.baha'i.org, where you can call the toll-free number 1-800-22-UNITE. I hope you'll join me next time on A Baha'i Perspective.
This is WXOJLP Northampton, 103.3 FM, your Valley Free Radio Station.